Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, since last year, the NHS workforce plan has been ready. It's been toted around Whitehall. People and organisations have been consulted. Big brains have cogitated. Nothing's happened. Apparently, it's all to do with His Majesty's Treasury. Now, you might have been expecting that now he's the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, former Health Secretary, former Chair of the Health Select Committee and campaigner for safer care, would have pulled the Treasury's collective finger out and got something going. Even more so since he's berated Bojo and friends for not allowing an amendment to the last health bill to incorporate a statutory duty to have a biennial NHS workforce plan and a report to Parliament. Well, we know he's forgetful. <laughs> he's forgotten about a block of flats and I linked to a news item this morning. You'll have to have a look at that. So I suppose <laughs> as he's forgotten about a block of flats, it's easy for him to forget about the NHS workforce. Particularly now he has to find the money to pay for it. Silly boy Streeting has jumped on the bandwagon, announcing yesterday that Labour is going to recruit 15,000 doctors a year and medical school places would be doubled. Well, medical school places are currently capped at 7,500, so Labour would have to lift the cap to 15,000 to get to their 15,000 claim. The money? Well, it's cheaper than you think. Jeremy Hunt says it costs £230,000 to train a doctor. It's not true. That figure includes repayable student loans as well as grants to cover tuition fees, living costs and the cost of clinical placements. So the 230000 is not the cost to the taxpayer. Students have to repay loans regardless of whether they work for the NHS. So of the 230 k estimate, 163,000 is paid in grants that the government won't get back. Uh, these are paid to students in hospitals and practices to cover the cost of clinical placements. 64,300 comes in student loans, just like all other student loans covering tuition and living costs. And graduates repay their loans once they earn £21,000. That's for new students. The Treasury expects to get back at least 75 to 80% of tuition fee and maintenance loans at worst. So the cost of the taxpayer will make it uh, 163000 So the extra cost to Labour, the Labour Exchequer, say, well, it's probably $1.2 billion, something like that. Bear in mind the expansion would probably have to be phased in to allow the unis to get organised and it takes 10 years to train a doctor. What looks like a lot of money when you spread it out really isn't. And it doesn't solve the problem. It's not a policy, it's a headline, labour clickbait for lazy journalists and exploits a public that cannot be aware of how vacuous it really is. Doctors need nurses, diagnostics, kit... Allied health professionals, social care, consumables, places to work, beds, and just doubling the number of doctors takes no account of the impact of technology and demographics and all of this stuff that will happen long before any new doctor turns up with a bright, shiny new stethoscope. Apart from Labour's promise not solving any of our now problems, there are five important things Silly Boy is overlooking. 
an analysis of the current workforce, demographics, age, gender, skill sets and experience, demand based on factors such as sector trends, industry movements, growth projections, changes in technology, informing recruitment and retention strategies. The technology bit is really very important. Supply of labour based on retirement rates, turnover rates, availability of skilled workers in what is now a global market, Gaps, comparing the demand for labour with the supply of labour, additional training and recruitment strategies, training programmes and retention initiatives, reviews and measurements, timelines and performance metrics. The tricky bit is to assess the impact technology could have on how work is done. Think near patient tests and diagnostics, remote monitoring, developments in video consultations and whatever is in the pharma pipeline. Knee-jerk policies are the last thing the NHS needs. It needs a solid workforce plan, and there is one, detailed, specific, and worked through. It is at the heart of safe staffing, patient safety, funding the future of the NHS, and the root cause of the strikes that no one wants. Looking at the most recent ballot numbers, I guess that not even the majority of nurses want them. We just need someone with a sense to publish it, or the guts to leak it. Well, you've got my email address. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye-bye.